Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tea Talks with Tawan. Want to thank everybody from coming in and joining me on this wonderful um, Monday where we're taking some time to invest into ourselves, into our personal development and working on all those things that will help us become our best selves and our best lives. Y'all know what we believe here. We believe everybody needs a little TLC. You know what I'm talking about, that transformational lifestyle content that helps you with becoming your best self and creating your best life. If you don't know who I am, I am your certified life coach, Tawan Lowe. And one of my purposes is to help individuals with maximizing their potential so they can become their best selves. And yes, as I said, create their best lives. This month, we have been truly focusing on celebrating Women's History Month and all of the history that different women have made over the years um, that have contributed to um, the shoulders that we stand on, who have opened doors for us and given us opportunities to just rise up and who has given us the confidence and have just been you know, mentors, not necessarily a mentor that you have, but maybe like your Shiro who has helped you and inspired you and motivated you to say, yes, I know that I can do this. I know that I can become the best version of my life, of myself, and that I have plenty to offer. You know, I have a purpose, I have passion, and I definitely have power. So yes, we are celebrating Women's History Month. And I just think that's so important because while we're, while we just have 30 days to celebrate, we're making history every day. And I want to say to you all who are watching, you don't have to be a Michelle Obama or Maya Angelou or Bessie Coleman or anybody of that nature, Rosa Parks, to set history. You could be making history on your own, in your family, in your community, in your workplace. So don't despise what you do because you bring something valuable to the table and you have something to share with this world. Now, before we get into what um, tea I'm going to be spilling on today, first, I want to say, if you don't know me again, I am certified coach Tawan Lowe. I believe everybody needs a little TLC. I am that transformational lifestyle coaching consultant that work with individuals and companies. And I want to make sure that through these tea talks that I'm bringing you topics on these on personal development 
um, or personal development topics that will help you grow and evolve as a person because we all need to be continuously growing and evolving into the person we are supposed to become. And as we grow and we evolve, when we get to that end, and I, it sounds great, but when we die, we should die empty, be, die empty because everything that we're learning along the way, we should be giving back and we should be empowering. We should be doing different things. So I hope that you are doing that. Now, if you are watching me through YouTube, I want to say to you, um, if you haven't already subscribed, hit that little button at the top, that little bell. So it'll give you a notification when I'm coming on, because again, I'm here every Monday. Tea Talks are here every Monday, spilling the tea on personal development topics and we want to make sure you get that notification make sure that you join us uh, you can also follow me here on facebook if you don't follow me and now i'm going to what i ask everybody to do when they come to tea talks with tawana i think you should grab a pad and a pen because we're going to drop some nuggets so last week we were talking about, you know, we kicked off celebrating Women's History Month. We were talking about the five missteps that women make that keep them from maximizing their um, full potential and the mistakes that they make <clears throat> um, in the workplace and in the business place and sometimes and personally as well. So if you didn't catch me last week, I would encourage that you go back and you look at it. So this week I'm going to be talking about five additional missteps I, I had something else planned but i want to thank everybody who was on we were very interactive last week people were very engaging in the comments and were sharing the, sharing information and i had a couple of people to inbox me and say to Juan, um are there any other missteps that women make and there are several missteps that women make so i want to talk about um some other missteps that women make uh, again, if you didn't catch it last week, you need to go catch it. It was very powerful. want to say, hey, Kimberly, how are you? And everybody who's watching out there and um, on YouTube land. So I just want to do one thing, though. Before we get into these mis these five missteps, I want to just talk about the five that I talked about last week. Just in case you don't want to go back and watch last week, let me just tell you what were the five we talked about. The first one is making other people's dreams a priority over ours. Our dreams are just as much as a priority to anybody else. Lack of permission. We're still sitting on the sidelines waiting for somebody to give us permission. We don't need anyone to give us permission to become our best selves and create our best lives. You can give yourself permission to be and to show up in this world the way that you want to do. Lack of self-investment. We have to self-invest. We have to invest in ourselves. We have to invest in our personal development and our spiritual life and our financial life and our physical life and our social life. We need to self-invest. One part of self-investment helps us to grow and to evolve into who we want to become as people. We talked about my man, mind, mind mastery. You got to master your mind. What kind of uh, mindset do you have? I talked about the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset, an abundance mindset. How do you think about money? So what is your mindset? Is your mindset... Oh, thank you, Kimberly. Kimberly said last week was a thumbs up. Um, what is your mindset? Is it your mindset that's keeping you from where you need to go? And the last thing that we talked about, lack of invest 
development into a mentor, coach, an advisor, and a sponsor. And I got into what all four of those things meant. Um, not going to get into that right now, but if you want to know, I do encourage you again, go back and watch um, last week's tape. So let's talk about additional five things that keeps women from um, making these missteps, that's keeping them from their full potential and making mistakes personally and professionally. And the first one I want to talk about today is lack of confidence not having confidence in yourself, not having confidence in your skills and ability. And confidence is really the feeling, or the feeling, the belief, the self-assurance that you have skills and ability. It is your confidence that helps you push past your fears. It is your confidence that helps you show up the way you want to show up in the world. It is your confidence that helps you step outside of your comfort zone. It is your confidence that can motivate you from times. Your confidence is very important. And if you have not built your confidence um, muscle, it's very hard for you to achieve the success that you desire personally or professionally. You have to have confidence, not in your, you just, you have to have confidence in yourself. You have to have confidence in your skills and you have to have confidence in your ability. And if you don't believe in yourself, you're definitely not going to believe in your your purpose. You're not going to believe in the passions and you're not going to believe in your gifts and talents that you have. And then you won't even have the ability to walk in your power when you don't have confidence. So confidence is something that we all need to have. It's something that remember I told you all last week. This is not necessarily just about women, but these are the biggest things that keep women from their full potential because this can apply to men as well. But your confidence is key. When people see you, they can tell you whether you're confident, confident or not. When you speak, they can tell if you have confidence or not. And when they sniff it, smell it and think you don't, they try. Sometimes people will try to use your lack of confidence as a weakness. So you definitely have to build your confidence muscle. And I know you're saying, how do you develop confidence? One of the things that I always tell my clients, I want you to always make a list of all the things that you have accomplished. And when you look at that list, that should start building some of your confidence saying, oh my God, I have done some really amazing things. Sometimes we forget about the things that we have done. Even if you failed, you should still be like, build, let that build your confidence because failure teaches you something. We're going to talk about that one day on another tea talk. But if you need to build your confidence, you need to look at all the things that you have achieved. And you need to also ask yourself, why am I not confident? Where did I lose my confidence and did I ever have it? And if you didn't have it, why didn't you? You weren't taught to think good and highly of yourself. You wasn't taught to believe in who you are and to believe in your skills. And if you were never taught that, if nobody ever stroked your ego, nobody ever told you you were beautiful, if nobody ever told you you were smart, if nobody ever told you you can do that, you can do this, you have what it takes. And if you've never demonstrated that, which I'm sure you all have, we all have succeeded at something. We have. If you graduated from kindergarten, middle school, high school, college, if you got a job and it doesn't matter what the job is, all of these things 
uh, accomplishments and all of these things help build your confidence. And the bigger the things that you do, they're just stepping stones to getting you to the next place, but they're stepping stones that help to build your confidence. So you need to, lack of confidence is one of the missteps. Taking things so personal is also will keep us from our full potential. Sometimes as women, when people say certain things, we take everything so personal. Some things is just constructive feedback to help you grow. Everything is not meant to hurt you or to harm you. And you have to have emotional intelligence to help you go through those filters and figure out what is meant to hurt you and what is meant to help you. But everything is not personal. <laughs> okay, Kimberly, you say ouch. And I don't know why you saying ouch, but you know, we have to learn how to, uh, Mariah Carey got this song I love. I'm probably gonna told y'all this before. Shake it off. Sometimes when people say certain things to you, you know, you take the meat and potatoes. Is there some truth to it? Not some truth to it. And you just shake it off. You don't have to take it personal because when you take it personal, you attach your emotions to it. And then you start feeding more into it than what it really is. You start thinking about, oh, when this person says this to me, that means they don't like me. How about they could have been just having a bad day and they lashed out at you. It might not even be personal towards you. And if you really think it's personal, how about you have a conversation and say, hey, when you said this to me, Coach Tawan, it felt like this and I took it as an attack on me. And I can come back and I can say, well, when I was speaking to you, this was not an attack on you personally, but this is an area where I see that you can improve or this is just something that I noticed. But it was not for you to take personal, not for you to feel like somebody don't like you or that I don't like you. I don't care anything about you and your accomplishments or you personal, professionally or where you're trying to go. So we cannot take things so personal because the thing is, when we take things personal, we get real caught up in our head. And then we start telling ourselves stories, stories that we don't even know if they're true or not. Stories that we don't even bother to go to confirm if they are true. And some things, everything that people say to you, you shouldn't even care about all the time anyway, or take personal. Some things is just other people's opinions and everybody's entitled to it. Opinion is like a butthole. Everybody got one. So you don't, just because people share their opinion about you, oh, I think you bougie or you think you cute and no, you think I'm cute. That's why you said it. We don't, it's a lot of things you just do not have to take personal. That is one. If you can learn to control your emotions, because your emotions dictate your behavior and your emotions will cause you to act out when you don't have to. So when you're in the workplace and you think other women don't like you and you see them talking at the um, at the water cooler and you might assume because they don't include you in the conversation, you take it personal like they don't like you. You never know. They could be talking about something that's work related that is not associated with you and something that you don't need to hear. Again, when we start putting our own spin on things, especially when we take things personally, we tell a different narrative in our head and we have no idea if the person was personally attacking us or not. Now, sometimes you can tell in tone. However, can't always tell in tone either because if Tawans have the bad day and I snap at you, 
It might not be personal. It might just be me, but it is your responsibility to say something to me and give me the opportunity to clear it up and clean it up. And then that way you can move forward. So don't take things so personal. Fear. <laughs> this is a big one. And I know a lot of people think about why didn't I talk about fear last week? Well, there's a couple of things I wanted to put out there last week. And we all know fear is something not just children. I mean, not just women, but it impacts children, it impacts men, but fear. A lot of women are just scared of their own power. They're scared of the responsibilities that comes with, you know, walking in their purpose, walking, using their passions. They get scared of those things. But we also have fear of so many other things. You know, they say fear is false evidence appearing real. I call it false evidence altering your reality. Because a lot of times we're so fearful of things that truly are not even true. Now, I want you to think about that for a while. Sometimes we're fearful of things that are not even true. And there's so many different um, things that you have to be fearful of, especially personally and professionally. And let me tell you, they do cross over. If you have a fear of abandonment, that, that will show up personally and professionally. When fear of success shows up personally and professionally, fear of rejection, fear of failure, all these things show up in every aspect of our lives. And if you don't get control over your fear, it will alter your reality. There are so, and you have to ask yourself, where does these fears come from? Or, and what type of fear do you have? Kim, I'm going to ask you, since you're on here, do you have any type of fears? What kind of fear can paralyzes you and keep you from moving forward because fear has the ability to stop you from moving forward. That's why it can um, hinder you both personally and professionally. You know, fear of rejection could cause you not to date on online or it can cause you not to approach somebody or it can cause you to reject somebody before they reject you. A lot of people have fear of success. I know it sounds crazy, but with success becomes a lot of responsibility. You know, you have a responsibility to yourself and depending on what kind of job you have, if you're a manager, you have responsibilities to your employees or just as an employee, you have a responsibility to show up every day and to be excellent. And sometimes people feel like they can't always be excellent. They can't give their best or do their best or when they don't have the confidence that they need in themselves. When they do not have the confidence, then they don't feel like they can be successful. Hmm. Now, Kim said feel, fear of failure. That's a big one for a lot of people. That is a big one for a lot of people. And I think I'm going to do a whole podcast on that, but I'm, I'm going to take some time and talk about that right now. Fear of failure. We've been taught that failure is such a terrible thing that we truly, hey, Gail, thanks for joining. Okay, Kim, you got on here, rejection and failure, and they kind of go hand in hand. But let me talk about fear of failure. Nobody wants to fail. Nobody wants to say, I put my best foot forward and it did not 
come out the way I want. But let me tell you something. Failure is a good teacher. Failure will teach you plenty of things. If you follow me, you would have heard that before. Failure will teach you some things. Failure will teach you what not to do. How to do something different the next time. And let me just tell you something. People are so scared of failure, but you would never know that you would fail if you never tried. So give your hand, give yourself permission to just enjoy the fact that you tried. Congratulating yourself because there's so many people who won't even take the risk. They'll sit on the sidelines because failure have them so stuck and paralyzed that they won't take anything. If you jump out there and you do it and you fail, you can at least say you tried. And then after you said you tried, you can just go back and look at, okay, so what went wrong when I did that? What could I do differently? And nobody out here who is successful. And that's based on whatever they define success. Nobody out here who is successful can ever say that they never failed at anything. They just can't. Michael Jordan didn't always get the ball in the hoop. Michael Jordan couldn't always make the three-pointers as sharp as he could. Even Michael Jordan had an off day. It happens to the best of us. Failure is a part of the process. My pastor preached something yesterday. He was like, sometimes, you know, you got you to gotta appreciate the pit and the palace. So you got to appreciate the failure and the success because it all comes hand in hand. You will never have success without failure. And I think once people understand that formula, they will be really good. Rejection. Um, fear rejection, I think you need to go back. I always recommend go back and see where did that come from? Where did that start from? For me, uh, fear rejection started when my father took ownership of all his other kids, but me. So I felt like he didn't love me. He did not want me. And I felt rejected by him. And then when my grandfather died, I felt it was abandonment to me and a little bit of rejection. While he never rejected me, but I felt like he was rejecting my um, request to stay and never leave me. You know, um, but this is why your faith is important. Because the one thing that I have learned in my growing and my involving and becoming is that the only person that said they would never leave me or forsake me is God. So people will leave. It's just a part of life. I know we don't like it. It doesn't feel good. We don't even like when people tell us no, because that's a form of rejection. When I say, hey, could you help me do something and you tell me no, that's rejection. But it's rejection based on my perception, too, because you a you have the right to tell me no, because it might be at this point in time, you just really can't help me. You might not have the bandwidth to give me what I want, but that also goes back to taking things so personal. It might not feel like rejection if you didn't take it personal. Sometimes when people answer things and give you certain things, it's not always about you. 99% of the time, it's not even about you. It's about them and where they are and what they can give to you and what they have. That's why it's not good to th take things personal. 
because it puts you in a place of feeling abandoned or rejected. So I hope that has helped. Um, what we're going to do, oh my goodness, time has really flown. What we're going to do is we're going to take a quick, 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 and I do mean a quick um, commercial from my sponsor, Tea Lovers Cafe, uh, and then we'll be right back. We are back. We are back. We are back. Yes, this has been very helpful. Thank you, Gail. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we have a couple of more minutes, but I want to talk about the last two missteps that I have on here. And this one, I'm saving the best for last, I believe. Um, but this one is not realizing the importance of networking. Networking is important when it comes to our personal and professional life. And I know a lot of people don't like it. Sometimes your confidence level is what keeps you from um, networking, sometimes feeling rejected when you try to put yourself in a group. And sometimes being in a group, being required to do some things and maybe not meeting up to other people's expectations and maybe failure might prevent you from networking, but networking is essential because this is how we grow. This is how we get new friends. This is how we get new associates. This is how we talk to people who provide us opportunities and teach us different things, open doors for us. So networking is essential for your personal and professional life, and it plays a big key role professionally. You have to learn in the workplace how to network because learning and talking to different people in different departments, finding out what they can do. Whenever you need something, you can go and ask a question and you have a relationship with that person. And when you build that type of relationship, it makes it easy when you want to go say, hey, um, you know what? We loan supplies in our office. Do you have a couple of pads and pens and paper, and some stack of paper that I could take and use in our Xerox? And I was like, oh, yeah, hey, you can. And if you, you know, when you get it back, bring it back or you can just have it. Um, networking, when you're looking for a mentor or a coach, because I talked about that last week. When you're networking, you can meet people who can potentially be your mentor or your coach, your advisor or your sponsor. Or you can meet that new friend. Or guess what? When you network, you might can meet your spouse, your partner. There is significance in being able to network. Network is not only about meeting and connecting with other people, but networking also builds other skills within you. It builds your communication skills. It builds your interpersonal relation skills. It builds your confidence because it requires you to be vulnerable and be open and go talk to people. So it can take away some of those fears and apprehensions of being rejected. And it can help you work on those issues of not taking things so personal. It's also a part of your self-investment. 
You know, networking with people is a part of your self-investment. I think about all the people that I know at work. I've been working as a workpreneur. I have been working um, for years. And where I work at, I've been there for several years and all the different people that I've met in all the different departments and people be like, so why, how do you know this information or how do you get that? Because I have networked with people. I have built relationships. And I'm not when I say relationships, I'm not saying I'm friends with everybody, but I have built enough of relationships or camaraderie with these people where I can come to them and talk to them and I can get the things that I need. They can be a resource for me. So networking is vitally important. And I think um, if you're definitely in a business environment, it's important, but it's also important in the workplace. The last one, this is this, this is, <laughs> This last one, this is the one that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I don't care what nobody says. This is a thief. Stop comparing yourself to others. Comparing yourself to others is the worst mistake any person can ever make. This is not just about a woman or a man. You know, we all can get caught up in this, but women unfortunately get caught up in this more than others. Don't compare yourself to other people. Grass always looks greener on the other side. And I always tell my clients, while their grass might look greener, you don't know what kind of manure they're using. And you don't know if you can stand the stank of the shit they're using. And yes, I cussed. Somebody going to come back and say, oh, she cussed. Yes, I cussed because we have to definitely stop thinking about what's going on on the other side. We need to stop looking at what other people are doing and how they are doing it. If you look at it and you take it and you glean from it and there's some things that you can learn from it, that's one thing. But when you start looking at other people and it makes you feel like you're not really doing what you're supposed to do, it makes you feel less of a person. It takes away your confidence, make you not believe in it, make you think that you don't have a purpose and that you have no power and no passion when comparing yourself to others start diminish, diminishing who you are it steals kills and destroy all the things that was built to help evolve you into your best self and create your best life you have no idea what other people are doing I love social media, but I hate social media because you get on here and people say, oh, yes, I'm an international speaker. Oh, me and my husband, we would be doing all that. We have no clue because what people do is give you the best clippings on social media. Nobody puts on social media. He hit me in my eye. Nobody puts you on social media. He's sleeping in one bed and I'm sleeping in another. Most people don't put on social media. You know what? Um, I worked on a project today and I just really bombed out. I did not do my best. People don't give you those type of highlights. They give you the highlights that hype them. And those highlights hype them, but then, then they start hyping other people and people start believing everything. And I'm not saying what people put on social media is not real. I'm just saying you have no way of confirming unless you were there if it is true or not. That's why so many people call it fake book. So you should not worry about what other people are doing. What you should worry about is what do you need to do become your best self? 
What do you need to help you to evolve to that next level in yourself? Last week, I talked about self-investment. When, when you're not paying attention to what's going on over here, you'll start putting the plan, putting yourself um, development plan in place and you'll be following that. And I'm telling you, when you mind your business, your business move. And I'm not talking about you having a business like a company. I'm talking about the business of you becoming your best, the business of you spiritually growing and evolving, the business of you getting in shape, fitness and all those things that you want. Those are the things that will flourish and take place. It's funny how we always think the grass is greener on the other side. The grass is really greener where you water it. So I want to end on this note. I want to go back and I just want to review what were the five that I talked about today. We talked about lack of confidence being one of the missteps, taking things so personally, fear, different types of fear, not realizing the importance of networking and comparing yourself to others. So if any of these missteps that I talked about is something that you see that is in you, is something that you need to work on, I invite you to go to my website, www.tawan.com. Um, sign up for a free 15-minute um, consultation and let me help you get unstuck in those places. There is no reason I'm going to water my own grass. Come on, Kimberly. I like that. Yes, water your own grass. Um, I would love to help you to move out of that area, not to be stuck, how to get to mind mastery so you can be the person that you are supposed to be. Um, again, I think what I really want to leave you all with, you know, I believe everybody needs a little TLC, that transformational lifestyle content will help, help you with becoming your best self and create your best life. The biggest thing I do want you to walk away from, because it is, whether you want to believe it or not, the grass is not greener on the other side. The grass is really greener when you're willing to water where you are. And watering where you are means investing in yourself, investing in your skills, and investing in your ability. Because once you invest in you, and you grow, and you involve into the person you want to be, you won't be looking over there to see what Tawan grass is. You won't even care. All you're going to worry about is the fertilizer that you're using, the seeds that you're putting down, and how you are getting rid of the weeds that you need to get rid of so you can grow a harvest that will manifest your dreams and visions and aspirations. As you all know, I am the founder of the Women Walking Their Own Shoe Movement. And I'm excited to share with you all that if you are in the DMV area, I would love for you to come out to our empowerment tea on Sunday, March the 27th. We will be celebrating Women's History Month. Um, we will be respecting social distancing, so don't worry about that. But we will be sharing, we will be talking about and celebrating Women's History Month. And I just want to take a moment, if I can, and share with you all um, the, uh, our flyer. Let's see if I can do this and do this well. Share screen. Let's see. Uh huh. Share screen. Let's see. Can I do this? So hopefully you can see this and hear me at the same time. I would love for you to attend our women empowerment tea. We're going to have such an awesome time at the tea. 
We're going to have so much fun at the tea. Hopefully I got to see it. If I didn't, y'all let me know. But we're going to have so much fun at the tea. I would love to see you there. This is definitely a way for you to, this is definitely a way for you to self-invest. Come be with other like-minded women to have some fun, to share in the energy and the synergy about women. Um, we're going to have a fabulous time. And I hope to see you there. We have tickets on sale up into the 23rd, I do believe. I want to thank you for coming and joining us on Tea Time with Tawan. We will be back here next week. And we're going to be talking about the things that successful women do because our goal is to be successful personally and professionally. Remember, everybody needs a little TLC. You know what I'm talking about. That transformational lifestyle content that helps you with becoming your best self and creating your best life. Until next week, be blessed. Hey.